Step away from the keyboards, put down your pens, put down your pencils, whatever order that normally comes in, and uh, settle in for this week's episode of The Writer's Block. First and foremost, allow me to thank Don and Sally Wright for giving birth to me, because without them, none of this would be possible. Also, allow me to thank The Narcissist Cookbook for allowing me to use his music at the beginning and end of every episode of The Writer's Block. And normally, I would thank Stateside Kava for the kava that I drink on this and every episode of The Writer's Block, but... My guest didn't bring me any kava today. Um, so to introduce my guest, ladies and gentlemen, here he is. He's my brother. He's my friend. Not really my brother. You can see I'm the much better looking <laughs> of the two of us. Um, but he's my brother. He's my friend. And he's also, unfortunately, my boss. Uh, Brendan Casey from Stateside Kava Bar. What's going on, buddy? How's it going, guys? Good. Good. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, happy you're here. Glad, glad that you are here. Glad that uh, you're with us. Glad that we get to talk about all the wonderful things that we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, we got a lot to go over. I think we, it's all positive stuff, though. Yeah, it is all positive stuff, which is uh, amazing, because normally on our shows, uh, for anybody that watches us regularly, we, uh, watch, we talk about a lot of... Uh, well, we talk about just the news in general, so it's a very sad show. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so... You are the owner of Stateside Cava Bar in Indian Shores, Florida. Yep, that's correct. Yes, you are. And uh, you had the great foresight to hire me, uh, which, I mean, really, <laughs> well, out of all of your business decisions you've made in life, that's that, probably your best. That could be debated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to try, we yeah. can. But uh, <laughs> It's another show. It's right. Another show. <laughs> so um, you, um, you came up with this idea 
uh, for Operation PO Box, which uh, we've part Muddied Waters Media has partnered with you, uh, as long as well as Operation Regroup and uh, a couple other businesses and organizations, and. This is a great, this is just absolutely a great, great plan that you've come up with. Um, but what I want to get into first, before we start talking about the plan and all the things that we're going to be doing together, is I kind of know the backstory on how you came up with this idea. Uh, when you first moved to Florida, yep. you moved, you, I'm going to need you much closer. Than <laughs> um, when you first moved to Florida, uh, you uh, met a homeless guy here in Pinellas County, correct? It was actually in Hillsborough County. Okay. Um, when I first moved to Florida, um, I used to bring my dog to the dog pack every day. And, um, you know, it's kind of a weird thing I've never seen anywhere else in Florida. If people don't want a dog, they bring them to the dog park because they assume that there's animal lovers there. So, you know, they'll take them instead of putting them into the pound. And, uh, you know, it's going to sound like a cheesy story. It was a rainy day. But it was. <laughs> it, was a, it was a rainy day. And um, I was at the dog pack, and my dog was playing with this pit bull and it started to rain out and i go get in my truck and i'm looking i'm like man nobody else is here to take that dog so you know my conscience kicked in i got out of the truck i went in to get the pit bull and if anybody's ever been to the mango dog park near brandon it's shaped like an l and the dog had ran all the way to the other side of the dog park and i followed him down there and he was on the other side of the tree i walk around the tree and there's a picnic table there and there's a little old man sitting there he was clearly homeless he had all his bags with him um, he was in rough shape, and um, I sat down. I was talking to him, and I asked him, you know, the base questions. If you if you needed anything, if he was all right. Obviously, it was his dog. And, um, you know, his story was that he had trouble finding a job because of the type of dog he had. He couldn't stay in the homeless camps. People would try to steal his dog because they were trying to, to sell it or breed it. It, or, was, it was a pit, right? Yep, it was a, it was a blue-nosed pit, and it was a beautiful dog, and he was friendly, too, which was a good thing and a bad thing for people trying to take it. And, um, you know, he did have a cell phone, and I, I told him to give me a call that night if he was serious about getting help. And one of my buddies had just gotten home, <clears throat> excuse me, from a tour overseas in Iraq, and this is around 2010, and um, he had a, a bunch of stuff, you know, that would have been perfect for him. He had this sleeping bag that popped up like a tent, had a screen over it. Um, we had a bunch of, you know, quick-to-eat food. So the guy gave us a call, we went down, we met up. He was actually living off of I-75 where the MLK overpass is, up under the ledge there. And, uh, you know, we went down, we met him, and this went on for a couple weeks. I'd go down to the soup kitchen, and I'd bring, you know, bring him some stuff that I had, or I'd hang out. And we started making phone calls trying to get him in. We were looking around, we were like, you know, we've got to be able to get this guy a place. You know, I was 23 years old, I wasn't making a lot of money. I was probably making three to $400 a week. And um, I definitely did not have disposable income. My buddy didn't have disposable income. He was a little, little better off than me at the moment. But, um, you know, we called a few campgrounds that had, like, little campsites you could set up. And they're like, listen, we appreciate what you're doing, but we can't have homeless people here. And um, the the weird thing is, it's such like it's almost like it's a that's really that's really it's it's a campground. How would you know if somebody's homeless yes, and just yeah. camping? Well, and it's almost like you're speaking like it's like another. It's not like a human. Like this is like another. It's not like I'm trying to bring a you know a, a dog that's not a service animal into a restaurant or something. It's, we're talking about a human being. So you know we did our research and uh, we found this efficiency, and um, they did have an opening. It was going to be in two days. So me and my buddy decided to surprise Dave. 
And we put him up in this real fancy hotel. Well, not real fancy. Fancy for what he was used to. But a very nice hotel in Tampa. And uh, I got him a huge meal, the dogs, and uh, or the dog, a big meal. And he actually, surprisingly enough, he had a cat too. So he had a cat that he had since a kitten and the dogs since a puppy. And they were actually best friends. And uh, yeah, I, I get a call at like midnight. Dave is freaking out. He's like, Brenny, in... One of the other things he had a problem with was Dave had a really bad speech impediment and he was freaking out and he was nervous and he wasn't talking properly. And I was like, Dave, just tell me what happened. He's like, the dog had an accident. So I fly down to the hotel. The dog wasn't used to eating good food, so it had had diarrhea all over the carpet. <laughs> and this is on my credit card. I'm like, oh my God. So I went to Home Depot, rented a carpet cleaner. The, ho- the hotel's looking at me crazy as I'm bringing a carpet cleaner. I'm like, no big deal, nothing. <laughs> Don't worry, Don't worry about, about this. Don't worry about okay. this. Yeah. Don't it's, come look. It's definitely not a dead hooker that I have up here in yeah. my uh, hotel room. So we, uh, you know, we, we got it cleaned up and taken care of. And, um, you know, we got Dave into this efficiency. Me and my buddy each paid $50 a week for four months. Um, we got him set up. Um, you know, he went to uh, one of those labor-ready places, got a certificate as a flag holder for construction sites. We got him a little bicycle. We helped him out with groceries. Um, got him on his feet. And it was something that, even though I wasn't in like a position to, to really afford to do that, um, just that little bit that we each contributed made a big difference. Right. And now you fast forward a few years, and um, this, this idea popped in my head. You know, people, because, and I'm guilty, you know, everybody's guilty of it, you know. You've got some people out there that really do want help and are really struggling. And then every now and then you run into the person that really isn't struggling and they're, you know, kind of out there for selfish reasons. Right. And it, and it can deter people. It can be like, you know, like the other night, uh, we went and handed out the goods that you guys uh, brought down to stateside. And uh, there was one guy I went up to in a wheelchair. And um, I had a huge bag of food for him. And he starts picking through the bag. He's like, I don't eat that. I don't eat that. I'm like, oh, my God. But then the next guy was so grateful, you know. So I didn't let that first guy deter me. Like, all right, you know, nobody's going to be grateful for this because it's not. You know, there's – and we know that through the process of P.O. Box, um, there's going to be a lot of people that um, – you know, that, that don't make it through. Right. And for every 10 that don't make it, if we have one, or even for every 100 that don't make it through, if we have one person that does make it through and uh, we make a difference in their life, then that's that's what it's all about. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's talk a little bit about exactly what P.O. Box is for anybody that hasn't seen the, I don't know, six videos that we've put out on it here on Muddied Waters of Freedom or Muddied Waters Media, as well as the ones that we've put out by stateside and that are on uh, the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash operation PO box. Um, so the idea behind operation PO box is that there are people, you know, you do have the ones like the guy who's like, Oh, I don't eat that. I don't eat that. And you have the ones that are, that don't want to better their lives. They they're just out there cause they know it's an easy way to make a couple hundred bucks a day. Um, I mean, it's probably grinding work, but it's better than having to pay taxes. Um, <laughs> So you have one, you, you do have homeless people who are out there who want to better their lives. They want to um, uh, get jobs, get places to live, who are really looking to improve on their current situation. But unfortunately, in, at least in Florida, I don't know if this is state or if this is nationwide or not, uh, at least in Florida, you can't get a job unless you have an ID. Yep. And you can't get an ID unless you have a physical address. That's correct. So... So the op- the idea behind Operation PO Box is that we are going to be purchasing PO boxes 
Yeah. We're renting. I, renting a PO. I don't, I don't really know how. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've never gotten them. So we're renting PO boxes, and we are going to be taking the PO boxes, and we're going to um, be giving them to these people who want to be bettering their lives. Yep, that's correct. And um, you know, there's a lot of GoFundMe's out there. And because of all the scams that you've seen over the years, I mean, there was actually one with a homeless man, <clears throat> excuse me, I believe it was like a year or two years ago, this couple collected money for this homeless man and never gave him the money. And when, when the big thing about this is, um, you know, it's not just getting them the, uh, the ability to get an ID. We're going to put their information up. That's going to allow you to send them directly, whether it's a gift card for clothing, um, a gift card for food. Or job offers. You know, my main goal for this wouldn't be to just send them things to help them get by. Um, it's more or less to help these people get integrated back into society. Right. So, I mean, you'd also be able... Many people could... Um, I'm trying to think of how my listeners and viewers would know this. So, like, my viewers could send them burner phones uh, is the only way that I think my viewers yep. would know how to describe those. Um Send burner phones with a card minute so that way they could make the phone calls that they need to in order to get jobs. They could call their families if they are still in touch with them or possibly get back in touch with them. Uh, they could send food and gift cards, uh, clothing, whatever, you know, whatever it is. Keep it, keep it classy, people. Um, yeah. I also understand my viewership. Um, so I, like, I honestly believe when you and I, because you and I were talking about this here at my house uh, one morning, it was three o'clock in the morning, you came over and you were pitching this idea to me and I was like, this is a great idea. Because um, as you know, just from having me work for you and bitch about, you know, the state of current affairs like I do, um, <laughs> like I don't, I, I don't like the government. I don't like government intervention in anything. I don't like... Um, People saying, oh, well, the government can handle that. I, I hate all of that. And this is actually an opportunity for each and every person that's, that watches the show, that goes to stateside, that uh, somehow comes across this uh, Operation P.O. Box on Facebook, that we can all help. And much like you, when you were 23 years old and you just moved down here, if anybody didn't know, he's from Massachusetts. If you couldn't guess that. Georgia, the other side. <laughs> <laughs> um. But so it's an opportunity for every single person, even if you don't have a lot, you can 25 bucks to send a, you know, a gift certificate to Applebee's or McDonald's or whatever yep. to a P.O. box of somebody who really needs it. Yeah. And everything counts. I mean, even if it is like a simple gesture, like a five dollar gift card. Um, one of the problems of being homeless, too, now is, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people don't. It's uh, it's so weird. The mindset you know, that people have about homeless people sometimes. It's almost like they're subhuman in a way. And uh, they, they might have contact in the homeless community, but a lot of them don't have contact. I mean, I guess what you would say, like regular society. So this is a bridge to get them back in there. So any little gesture kind of lets them know that they're not doing this alone. There is help there. Um, you know, I am from Massachusetts, and we, we pay state taxes up there. You know, I'm not for state taxes, but you do see some benefits in some areas. And we have a lot of programs for the homeless people and um, people with addiction or, you know, mental disorders. And Florida, I know we don't have a lot of those resources available. So, you, like Matt said, you can wait for the government to step in and help. It's not going to happen. Um, all of us together, if we each did one little part, can, you know, I, I think this is going to go viral. And it's going to go viral for the right reason because it's so simple. It's something so simple 
that anybody can get involved in. Um, you know, I know that, you know, your average charity, you donate to, um, and you, you, you've got a lot of people that do it. They don't want any recognition on it. And, um, you know, they still do pretty well with this too. There's going to be people that will get on board in my, my eyes for almost like the wrong reason. Um, you know, my name's Mike. I'm a carpenter. I'm out of work. We put Mike's video up. There's a construction company that this guy may have never donated to a charity in a light, his life. But he sees like, man, if I give this guy a job, they're going to promote me. So even though his intentions may have been not fully pure, the outcome is pure. Right. And Mike still gets a job at the end of the day. Right. Mike still, get, Mike still gets a job. People get the exposure that they're looking to get from uh, like... It's a win-win. I, it, 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 it's a win-win. And I, I say this a lot. I, uh, most of the time when people do charity, they aren't doing it because it's out of the goodness of their own heart. It's because they like the way it makes them feel. Um, and it's true. Like, yeah. and it, You can say that it's callous to look at it that way. But that is, in my, in my viewpoint, that's almost one of the most true statements that one can say. Um, you're, a lot of people don't do it be, out of the goodness of their own heart. They do it because of the way it makes them feel. But there's nothing wrong with doing it because of that. No. And if companies see that and they're like, okay, well, yeah, uh, Mike, Mike, sure, Mike. Yeah. Since we'll Mike's, a, yeah, Mike's a carpenter. Uh, Mike's a carpenter. Mike's got. Uh, he needs a job. Okay, I can get the I can get the uh, recognition. I can get the exposure because it'll say that X, Y, and Z uh, construction hired Mike from Operation PO Box. Uh, they we mailed Mike a, a job offer to his PO Box. He re he called us back. And um, now Mike works with us. And for everybody involved, it's a win. Yeah, it every, is. And I don't, what's a P.O. box cost? I don't even know. It's um, They range. Uh, depends on the size, but your average cost, you know, between like 10 15 to $25 a month, which is, you know, pennies on the dollar. Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's absolutely nothing. I almost feel like, uh, what was that woman's name? Susan Sarandon? Was she the one that did the, for just pennies a day? <laughs> yes. For less than a yeah, cup yeah, of for coffee? So a dollar a day for less than a cup of coffee a day you can support um but this is actually something that every single person that i know uh can help out with in one way or another like even if you don't have the money to uh support a p.o box or you don't have the money to or the time to like put in to do everything that we're gonna have to start doing in order to do this you know you you will have the time to write these people a letter yeah like because even something simple, you don't have money to send, even write them a letter, you know, get it. Oh, what are stamps nowadays? 10, 15 cents? Uh, no, much A little more. more. Are they more? All right, well, <laughs> they're they're like either six, way. They're like 60 cents. Either way, 60 cents. 60 cents, you get a stamp, and you could write this person a letter and just be like, hey, you know what? You're doing great. Even stuff like that. Like I said, a lot of these people have been disconnected from society for so long that, um, they, you know, they don't think that they're accepted anymore, so... There's a lot that's going to go into this. You know, there's going to be some people that we run in um, that are veterans that may have PTSD or other issues. And that's why we partnered up with Operation Regroup so that we're fully prepared for anybody that we run into out there that is willing to get the help that we have the resources to, to get them that help. Right. And Operation Regroup, they've, uh, I had Miles and uh, I just forgot his name. Jay. Nate. Uh, I had Miles and Nate uh, on my show a while ago, probably back in 
God, probably back last year. And uh, they came on. They were talking about the good that Operation Regroup wants to do in order to help veterans and get veterans kind of reassimilated back into civilian life. And I, I think that they have a great organization as well. So partnering, partnering with them on this is just absolutely fantastic because we now have an opportunity to bring to help out people who actually want to get help. We have an opportunity to do it without the federal government being like extending their long arm of you know, yeah. their overreach onto us. Uh, and we have a chance to help veterans. So it's kind of everybody is getting what they want out of this without having uh, without being bogged down by the government, without being like, oh, no, the government will handle it. So when people are saying, who, who's going to take care of the veterans? Who's going to take care of the homeless? Who's going to take care of these things? We literally can say, all of us will. All of us. Everybody that's watching the show. Everybody that shares the show. Everybody that likes the Facebook pages. Everybody that contributes in any way, shape, or form. All of us are helping. And that's the end. Like, you guys are the ones that help. It's not just us. It's not just the government. It's definitely not the government. It's all of us that are doing it. Even, um, you know, shout out to Chris Riley. He's one of the original people, too, that wants to help out. Um, he's a barber at NLB Barbershop here in St. Pete. That's next level barbers for. Yep, next level barbershop. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's offered to give free haircuts to the homeless. So, one of the events that we're going to get scheduled is we're going to set up downtown. Um, obviously, get it approved through the city for this part. Um, well, we'll do it either way. We're going to help the homeless no matter what. But. He, uh, he's going to give free haircuts to the homeless. Um, we have the donut experiment on Gulf Boulevard next to Stateside that is going to be donating free donuts for us to hand out to them. Um, Stateside is going to be pro uh, providing coffee and other beverages. And then also it is Island T-shirts in our plaza as well. They have a lot of T-shirts that weren't selling. They were going to give them to Salvation Army. And one of their employees had heard about Operation P.O. Box. So they're going to be donating these T-shirts to us to give to the homeless. Gee, I wonder which employee that was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, and there are so many different ways for so, like, there, any company, no matter what your company does, really has the opportunity that you can, one, benefit from it and uh, donate to it in some way, shape, or form. Uh, like, if you're a construction company or a pool cleaning company or whatever, like, if you may have something specialized that you need somebody to help you out with. We may be able to find somebody out there who knows how to do these things. Um, also, uh, if you're just looking to donate stuff in order to give it to the, to these unfortunate people, the homeless people that we find, you can do that too. Like there's just so many different ways that you can help out with operation PO box. And truly I'm just ecstatic to be a part of it. Yeah, it was, you know, I'd had it in my head for a while, and uh, I came over here one night after I left Low Tide, and um, me and Matt kind of put it down on a paper and broke it down, and I mean, when he got excited about it, it made me excited about it. You know, everything always sounds better to yourself in your head when you have an idea. Right. Um, and then as we started to, to tell people what we were doing, and there was some momentum started picking up, and other people wanted to be involved, um, even on, like, the bottom-level tiers of getting involved – as just to drop off a case of six waters or something, even anything like a $3 pack of granola bars, anything from that to even coming out, distributing the goods um, to like Matt said, to hire, like if you have a company to offering jobs to the people that we are going to be putting out there, 
Um, there's so many ways that you guys can help out, and all of them are important, you know, from, from the smaller ways to the bigger ways. We need all you guys. I'm doing everything I can not to make fun of your accent on this episode. <laughs> it's all right. I'm from Georgia. That's how we talk there. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm certain I've heard a lot of people from Georgia <laughs> speak like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Go Bulldogs. The six pack of waters. Yeah. The six pack of waters. Um so um what what is the end like what is your end goal? Like we my, we never kinda talked about that. We just kinda talked about how we wanted to get it started, but where So my uh my end goal for this, I mean, I want it to go viral. I want it to spread. Um, you know, here in Florida, I'd like to see an operation PO box in every major metropolitan area that is um you know, that is got a big homeless population that needs our help. You know, in Florida, you know, we obviously are starting Pinellas County's home base. Um, I'd like to expand to Tampa, to Hillsborough area. From there, we'd like to go towards Orlando and then pretty much, you know, migrate south. You know, we got the big one. I know Miami, um, they need a lot of help down there. Miami's a beautiful, beautiful place, but there's, um, there's a lot of homeless people down there that could really use some help. And I think if, by the time we hit that point, this will be a lot more structured. We're going to have a lot more backing behind us. And another positive note on this, too, as this does grow legs um, and we actually can turn it into a nonprofit, you know, we get the paperwork started already with our lawyer. Everything's getting rolling in that direction. Um, it can actually employ people, too, that we have these teams that are traveling around helping set things up. So you're going and you're helping people start their life over. Helping them, even even some of the people that may not get the job, you know, offered to them right away, um, they'll be getting gift cards in the mail. We'll be checking up with them every couple of weeks just to see where they're at. And anybody who sent them anything, you know, they'll be able to know what that person got with it, or you know, whatever it is, whatever it is. Right. So uh, on the Operation PO Box Facebook page, which for anybody who hasn't been paying attention, that's Facebook.com/slash Operation PO Box. Uh, we posted the video that uh, Spike Cohen did yesterday um, that I turned into just that little segment to talking about Operation P.O. Box. And it's been getting, you know, it's been getting some love. But uh, one of the followers of the page who is from Pennsylvania actually messaged on it. Um, her name's Amy. She said, can you direct me to the language of the law so we can try to get that up here? Now, for Amy and anybody else who wants to help out, what... What I'm going to say is if you can help us out here, we are going to be trying to expand this nationwide as we get it kind of situated and form formulated here. So that way we know how it works. So if you can help us out by uh, donating uh, to PayPal at Operation P.O. Box at gmail.com or you can message us at Muddied Waters Media on Facebook or you can message Stateside Kava on Facebook um, and we can kind of help you figure out the best way to uh, help us out down here. And then we're going to slowly be spreading it. And cause we want this to go nationwide. We, if we could get it to go global, great. But I don't, I, other countries I'm certain have different laws. Um, but yeah, this is uh, this is baby steps for us right now. Right. Um, it's still in its infancy stage. Um, it's growing pretty qu uh, quickly. Like I said, with the businesses that have already jumped on board, um, the volunteers that have already jumped on board, Pretty much everybody that I've spoken to about this has wanted to be involved in some way or another, um, and it's and it's all you know. It's it's a feel good thing. It's a feel good thing when you go to bed at night and you know that you went out that day and you helped somebody to better their life. 
You know, you can give somebody a couple dollars. I could pull up to a stoplight and give a guy five bucks or two dollars. And that's great. That's going to help him monetarily for that moment. Right. But then what happens the next day? You know, there's not, there wasn't a job to keep that five dollars or, ten, you know, whatever it is going back in his pocket. Um, if, if I give him food today, there's not a way for more food to keep coming in unless I went there every day to every single person and did this. You know, which is not a long-term solution. Our, our solution is to get these people back into society, um, the ones that want it, and to get them back on their feet and to let them know that they have a support network behind them. And that's basically what we're trying to do is we're trying to show people that we can be their support network and that you guys, that everybody that helps us out, uh, everybody that volunteers time, everybody that volunteers money, everybody that has anything to do with this in any way, shape, or form, you are their support network. Um, and... Sometimes a lot of people just need to know that people out there believe in them. And there's a lot of people out there that I believe in. They just need to be given the opportunity yeah. to do it. I mean, yeah, we all see the people who come by and they annoy the, you know, they might annoy you because they ask you for change every time they see you and you just see them walking up and down and, or you might uh, give them money and then you see them like hammered or high or whatever. Like we're not, we're not condoning that, but we're, we are saying that there are people out there who want to better their lives, who are looking to make a difference, who want to get out of where they are stuck at this moment, and those are the people we're trying to help. Yep. Yeah, like we uh, spoke about earlier in the show, we know that we're going to run into some obstacles. There's going to be some people. There might even be some people that want the help in the beginning and then um, don't make it through, don't follow through. But I don't want that to deter you guys. It's not going to deter us. Um, I know there is going to be people that are genuine that um you know hopefully we could check back in in a year they have their own place um they may even still have a job that was offered by one of you guys and you guys can know that the little bit that you did whether it was like a five dollar gift card like matt said even to mcdonald's or something for a meal anything like that you know twenty dollar gift card to walmart so they can buy a toothbrush or clothes for an interview you guys will be able to tell yourself like you know that guy you know a year from now that has that job has that place um, that's on his way to having a really good life that you actually were a part of that and you were able to uh, help change somebody's life. You know, that's what this really is all about. Right. This is this is out there for all the Mike the Carpenters who are out there who are trying to find work, who because of one reason or another, they fell into hard times and they've just not been able to break that cycle. And each and every one of us, I'm 100% certain, has felt like we've been stuck in a cycle where we can't break it. And uh, sometimes it took friends to pull us out of it. Sometimes, you know, it took somebody giving us a chance on a job. Sometimes it took whatever. And we want to give that opportunity to every single person that we possibly can. Because I know that Brendan's gone through hardships. Um, and I know I've gone through hardships. And I know that most of the people watching this show have gone through hardships. And sometimes that's what it takes is it takes somebody to reach out and be like, hey, we're here for you. We're here to help. And that is what we are doing here. And that is what we want from everybody really yeah I'm, I'm blessed you know i've been through some tough times in my life i have an amazing support network i have a great family i have great friends and there's some people that just don't have that and um, if you fall on tough times and you don't have anybody to lean on i mean you can fall pretty far down the uh down the rabbit hole which some of these people have you know i met a an elderly gentleman i was driving down florida ab with one of my buddies it was about probably like four years ago Where's and, Florida Ave for, you know, in, the, uh, many, many, in Tampa. Yeah, the many people who are in, in, in Tampa, Florida. Florida Ave in Tampa. Um, it's got a high, high homeless population over there. And, uh, you know, there had to have been like 30, 40 homeless people that I saw. And then 
out of nowhere, there's like this one guy that I like caught eyes with, and um, I told my buddy to turn the car around. I only had ten bucks in my wallet. Pulled over and gave him ten bucks. I had like two of those Arizona iced teas. I gave him an Arizona iced tea, and uh, I got out and I was talking to him and I asked him what his story was, and he said he came here for work. Um, he's not a skilled laborer. He's a laborer. The economy crashed, and all the labor jobs were going to you know younger guys or more cheaper cheaper labor that was uh, faster than him. So it's a guy that moved here from another state and wasn't in a bad spot when he moved here. And then because of life situations happening and even economic situations happening, now he's stuck in this rut and he can't get out of it, you know. And um, that's and he didn't have the family to pick him up and pull him out, you know, maybe stay on somebody's couch for a couple of weeks while he was looking for work. He didn't have that. He went right to the street. So we're here to help those people. Yeah. And. Yeah, uh, when I first moved down here, I had a you know I had a hard time, and luckily I did have support from my family that was able to help yep. me out. And you know because of that, I didn't come down here and just crash and burn and end up homeless or moving back to Tennessee, which yeah that probably wouldn't have been that bad. I really <laughs> like it there, um, but um, because you know I, I was lucky, and but because of that, I don't I do realize that other people don't have it as lucky and. If I have the ability to help them out, I am at a point where I now know that I can help them out. Yeah. And especially, you know, as, and I know that we harp, we've harped on this a few times during the show. Well, I have, uh, Brendan's still a little bit of a statist. I'm going to break him of that one day. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't believe in government. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe in government aid. I don't believe in taxes. And this is what we always talk about on Muddied Waters Media is we talk about the fact that we have the ability to make these differences. You know, be the change you want to see in the world is the famous quote. And this is us actually being the change that we want to see in the world as opposed to us sitting there going, well, no, let's just raise the uh, sales tax another penny, uh, another penny and use that money for. Well, let's let's sit at home on the computer and start a GoFundMe. Right. For somebody. And then just have you guys dump money in and give this person a bunch of money. But take the rest. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, you give this person a bunch of money, but you don't help them out of their situation. Right. You know, there's a lot of other stuff that has to go into this other than just giving these people money. Right. And truly, to be a part of something like this is something that it's almost a, I mean, it's not almost, it's a blessing to be able to, to have been approached to be a part of something like this and to be able to be somewhere where you can do something like this. No, it is. It is. It's um, it's rewarding. You know, we were talking about earlier in the show when I first moved here and I had a chance to help that guy Dave out there in Brandon. And um, the feeling I got from that, knowing that it, even though I wasn't that well off, I'm not a millionaire. I wasn't even close to a millionaire back then. You know, uh, it, and I was able to help somebody with what I was able to give. You know, um, I could have been selfish and been like, no, I don't have that much to give. But me and my buddy, you know, we teamed up and we, and we, you know, helped somebody out in that way. It made me realize, like, no matter what it is or how little it is, even if you think it's insignificant in your mind, um, we're dealing with people that have nothing, like literally nothing. So even a letter just telling them that they're doing good or anything like that will be, be huge. Right. I mean, sometimes just words of encouragement are definitely uh, all people really need. Um, yeah. Uh, we're going to have... Um, I was going to say, I know we got some events coming up. I don't know when or 
what they are exactly. So we're coordinating. Um, the first event that's going to be coming up is going to be um, Chris Riley and NLB Barbershop. They're going to be doing Next Level Barbers. Next Level anybody. Barbers, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, they abbreviate, so I abbreviate. But, yeah, Next Level Barbers um, doing the free haircuts. We're coordinating with them right now. Um, we're also coordinating with the Donut Experiment um, to when they're going to be able to get us set up with all that product to hand out to the homeless. Um, obviously, stateside's pretty easy to coordinate with due to the big part of it is sitting right in this room. Right <laughs> yeah, I was going <laughs> to say 20 to 25% of stateside sitting in a, this room. And our GM's pretty pretty good guy. He's a little, little, yeah, Brit, little he, British guy. Yeah, he's right. Andy Barber. For all you guys don't know him, shout out to Andy. Andy Barber. Um, he's really excited about this, too. Um, I think everybody at Stateside is, um, from our customers to our, our staff, and everybody's going to be involved. But, yeah, the first event that's coming up, um, we'll keep you guys updated. We're coordinating with the businesses right now that are going to be involved and be behind it. But um, in the interim, um, was it two days ago, I went out with Miles from Operation Regroup, and we distributed goods in South St. Pete to the homeless. Um, we're going to continue doing drives. Um, feel free to stateside's a drop-off point if you want to drop off a care package for the homeless, whether it's a you know a case of water, anything like that. You want to drop it off, um, you can stop in there, drop it off, get a free tea um, for your package. You know, I don't feel like we should have to bribe people, but I'm going to bribe you guys to help. <laughs> and um, see that way, it's a win-win-win. Everybody wins. You everybody win. wins. You feel yes. good. You get a free tea, and uh, we have something to give out to the homeless people. Yeah, that's it, and that's what this whole thing is about, is everybody feeling good at the end of the day. Right. Um, uh, I totally forgot what I was going to say. So you'll see, um, yeah. we're gonna after we do the next event, which I said the, uh, the dates for that will be in at Monday, the latest. Um, we have a meeting tomorrow with a few of the businesses that are getting involved. Um, after that is when we're going to have a few people that we go over as a group and kind of try to figure out who's the most serious right now. And we should see our pers- our first person that we're trying to get a P.O. box within the next two weeks. Right. And if you want to ship anything to state, like if you're out of state and you want to ship anything to stateside, um, you can mail it to, what's the address there? It is 19703 Gulf Boulevard in Indian Shores, Florida. Yep. And we're Unit A. Are we Unit A? Yeah, we are. I would have lost that bet it's all weird. day. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, <laughs> how, it's weird how they're landed. Yeah, I, I would have lost that bet all day. Um yeah, so yeah, we're unit A right in the middle. Right, yeah, we're unit A in the middle of the building. <laughs> yeah, um, it's really bizarre. It is bizarre. Um, so yeah, anybody that wants to help out, uh, contact us at facebook.com/slash Operation PO Box, or you can message us at uh, facebook.com/slash Muddied Waters Media, or you can contact Stateside at facebook.com/slash Stateside Kava Ba, as Brendan would say it. But make sure you put the R on the end. Um, do you have anything else you want to pitch? I know. So you're about to, this is, this is his first, this is your first podcast ever, isn't it? Yes. It's my first podcast. Ever. But Matt, it's also his first one of today. I have a second one. I'm about to go do a podcast for operation regroup. Actually about five minutes up the road from here. Yep. So, um, <laughs> you guys, if you're sick of me, then you might want to shut Facebook off. Cause I'm going to be back in about 20 minutes. <laughs> do they go live now? I think they do. do I don't they? know. This is my first podcast. So yeah. I don't know if they go I, th- I, don't, I don't think they do. I've been on their show before. Uh, they uh, they pre-record and they'll put it out next week. Do we have any questions from anybody? No. Uh, no? Everybody, no. Everybody that uh, has been commenting has been very... I, so earlier, for anybody who doesn't know this about Muddied Waters Media, 
a lot of people don't like me. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it does. Uh, and uh, they find me to be contentious. It's weird. But uh, I've actually been getting such positive messages from people, which is weird. I'm not used to that even a little bit. I'm used to people getting ready to argue with me. And I've been getting so many people, how can I help? What can I do? And it, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel, it gives me hope for humanity. Because, yeah, you may disagree with the fact that I think taxation is theft and that the government is unnecessary. And that, um, you know, we fight a bunch of illegal wars that we waste a ton of money on. I know you probably don't want this on the thing that we're promoting. No, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't care. <laughs> but we... Um, but yeah, it's good to see that when we start doing something that shows that people will come together and people will work together and in order to help out their fellow man, in order to do the things that the government is unable or unwilling to do, and we're doing it at our own cost and we're doing it with our own time, it's awesome to see that people are out there willing to help, willing to do it, and it truly makes me feel good. And I appreciate each and every one of you that has messaged me um, and... I hope that they continue to come. Uh, as far so we did get one question from somebody uh, on the uh, Operation PO Box page, and uh, he said, "Will we use uh, PO boxes from private companies and not the post office? So that way we're not giving any money to the federal government." I cannot promise that. I don't know if that's. Uh, I think the only PO boxes from private companies are in like. I could be wrong on this. Iron like apartment buildings. No, they're not. So like, no, no. I could so be so like UPS wrong has this. them, and okay. uh, like there are different mailbox companies. Well, for now, we're gonna we're gonna use what we have. Right. <laughs> so whatever, whatever is better and closer and more convenient for these right. people. Right. So to get we to. may, yeah, we may be able to get a couple of them throughout, but I can't promise that we aren't going to be using the USPS for this. Um. So uh, yeah. You're going to call me not a real libertarian, and I understand that, and I'm willing to take that hit in order to do this. Uh, but, you know, what do you want me to do? Uh, for everybody else... I mean, if you guys want to send us a bunch of pigeons, we can send send letters back and forth on their ankles. Carrier pigeon? Oh, man. <laughs> Operation Carrier Pigeon? Operation Carrier Pigeon? I'm totally down for Operation Things Carrier get real. Pigeon. Things get real quick. Operation Carrier Pigeon. Yeah. Um, but for everybody else, thank you for all the positive support you've been giving. Thank you for all of the... Uh, for all all of the offers to help thank you for everything please keep them coming pay attention to any of the three facebook pages which i'll say again facebook.com slash operation po box facebook.com slash muddied waters media and facebook.com slash stateside kavaba um for any information on what is going to be going on with operation po box because these are going to be the main places that you're going to be able to see everything about it oh also operation regroup but i don't know their facebook their full facebook name is Operation Regroup Post Traumatic Strength. No, Post Traumatic Strength Development. Um, yeah, they changed the name of PTSD. I'll be on there in a couple minutes. Right. <laughs> Shock them by knowing that it's Post Traumatic Strength Development. <laughs> um, so, thank you for all. Thank you for everything. Truly, uh, it, this is one of the greatest things I've ever had a chance to work on, and I get to work on it with somebody that I've grown very close to over the past few months. He is like a brother to me. I love this guy. He's helped me out so much, and I want to be able to help other people out the way that he has helped me. So, well, I really appreciate that, and we look forward to uh, working with all you guys. Right, and we'll uh, keep you guys up to date. Uh, do you have anything else you want to pitch? I think that's it. Oh, uh, tomorrow night, if you live in Florida, 
Fire Fridays. It's Fire Friday at Stateside Cava. Every Friday night, we get we get fire on the beach. We get free hot dogs. We get uh, s'mores. We fire get spinners. Fire spinners. Uh, we do. Uh, it's just it's just a great time. It's a beach party. Uh, we have a blast. Uh, you want to come by? Drop off a donation. If you want to come head over to the beach, right. hang out. I mean, there you go. There's your there's your reason to come by and drop the donation off. Exactly. Um, so. Just one more reason to come by Stateside Cava, really. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll be working Saturday 2 to 8, so if anybody wants to uh, swing in, um, please do. Uh, so uh, do you have anything else? I think that's it. All right, cool. So for everybody else, tomorrow night, tune in for the end of the week episode with Mr. America, the Bearded Truth, Jason Lyon, closing us out. Then we're taking two days off. Uh, before Jason Lyon opens the week again next Tuesday. Spike may still be in Canada, not 100% sure, but we will be going live uh, right on your tablets and phones and desktops and TVs and all over the interwebs with a new episode of Muddied Waters of Freedom. And uh, next Wednesday, my fellow Americans will be uh, going on... I believe uh he's still in canada so i'm not 100 percent sure but i'm gonna say that he is gonna be going live uh next wednesday with a brand new guest and then next thursday an all new episode of the writer's block with i'm 95 percent certain a very special guest no offense um a very special <laughs> guest special. <laughs> uh who's gonna be coming in uh very excited to have this guy on if i can get this finalized and uh you guys have a great rest of your week Remember to go to the Facebook pages, like, share, do anything you can. Please help out with this. This is a very important cause. And uh, have yourselves a fantastic weekend. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Good night, everybody. I am. I am. I am swinging from a seven-story window. Throwing parties in a 10 by 7 cell. It's a stunning delay. I'll go to convince the whole damn world I don't need anybody's help. Yeah, I am waving while I drive. Don't bother swimming out to save me. I will only drag you down. I'll try to use your body as a life raft. Cause if there's room enough for one, there must be room enough for two. I'll sail the good ship you into the sunset. Sipping on savory water till my liver turns blue. It's a standard, the legs I'll go.
To convince the whole damn world I don't need anybody's help